Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me on this Thursday. It is December 10th. Thursday, December 10th. And it is all the end of my podcast week and the start of the weekend from my podcast. The weekend for you, I mean. Even if it's not a weekend quite yet, it is still the start of what could be considered the weekend, depending on how many days you work in the week or when you like to get your weekend started. For my podcast weekend, it's right now. I like to give you an extra day off from having to hear me. Even though you may enjoy it, it's easier for both of us that way. <laughs> Alright, I'm just making light of it. But it's still a, a troublesome world out there. It's still... You know, one that we constantly have to navigate and negotiate and find the right way to get through what works for us, how we help each other, how we can continue to keep each other safe in this time and how we can kind of, you know, push each other forward or pull each other forward sometimes or lift each other up. There's so many ways to do all this. And today I'm going to talk about what today actually is. I know, right? We'll get to that in just a moment, but it is an important day. And I do have an interesting news piece from Kentucky as well that just uh, came out. It is uh, really disappointing news. And then it's uh, quite the contrast to my other story. But then, of course, we'll get to your positive news, positive step, positive quote, all that positivity and optimism. To finish off your day and to lead you into the weekend so with that said thank you for joining me my name of course is elijah manning and you are listening to the daily optimist Alright, so my first story is going to come from Kentucky, and it's actually where these high schoolers, high school journalists, if you will, they have uncovered a very terrible, disturbing story about the state police using uh, Adolf Hitler quotes and things of that nature in their training. So the students write for the online publication, the Manual Red Eye. And uh, it goes like this, and there's a slideshow that was that is used by the Kentucky State Police that uh, urges cadets to be ruthless killers and quotes Adolf Hitler advocating violence. All right, that's what they wrote in the report. So the it was used in 2020 by State Law Enforcement Training Agency, and there's a, a Nazi symbol in a clip from an anti-Semitic video produced by a neo-Nazi media company. So I guess, I guess the story itself has uh, come out in you know end of October, early November in Kentucky, but now it's hitting national. And um, the police commissioner, he uh, supposedly was set to resign November 4th. I haven't followed up yet on that story to see if that actually happened. But there were claims from the, the Kentucky State Police that the video was only used once in 2013. However, their further investigation saw that the training slideshow was created in 2001 and last edited in 2011. 
And that's where, you know, they heard the ruthless violence, um, quotes from Hitler and things of that nature. And there's also the slideshow may have been used as early as 1998. And there's uh, quotes from Robert A. Lee about, you know, the ruthless killers. And um, so, yeah, there's a, like another journal that found that it was used in the late 1990s. There's a FBI agent who talks about, um, he went undercover with right-wing militants in 1990s about the uh, group's overlap with law enforcement. So that is uh, also on the um, episode that is uh, available today. So unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to really listen to it, but that is the, the basic uh, idea that as far back as 1998, the Kentucky State Police have been being trained to be ruthless killers and, uh, you know, using Nazi symbolism, Hitler quotes, ruthless violence, and uh, anti-Semitism. So we look at policing as a whole in America, and we see that if certain areas of the country are using those kind of tactics while training police, is it really a surprise that there have been so many issues with policing policies in this country? And this may be an isolated um, specific incident in Kentucky, but if you look into some of the training, um, I don't know if any of you have watched um, the John Oliver, I can't think of the name right now, the John Oliver show that he, he does, uh, the 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 news show that he does on Sunday nights on HBO. I can't think of it. The Week, whatever it's called. But with John Oliver, and he went through the, the actual training that they do, that a lot of police officers do. So there is a history there of being desensitized killers. So that's something to keep our eyes on, keep being aware of, and hopefully help continue to train um, in a better way because it should not have to be treated as a war zone if you are becoming a police officer. It's supposed to be to protect and serve, not to destroy and, and kill. So today I also want to look at today because as we come from that story, December 10th is Human Rights Day. All right, Human Rights Day. So, human rights is um, has been adopted. The Human Rights Day uh, was adopted by the UN General Assembly in 1948, and it was the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. It's um, you know supposed to proclaim that inalienable rights to every human being, regardless of race, color, religion, sex, language, political or other opinion, national or social origin, property, birth, or other status. All right. So it's supposed to be recognized all the time, but Human Rights Day is observed specifically on the 10th of December. The theme for this year is Recover Better, Stand Up for Human Rights. So it's obviously from the pandemic, you know, as we try to build back better, we also want to, um, you know, build back better is not just the term for like eco economic ways. 
which have been hit hard. But it also for human rights to to be taken into account with systemic issues, uh, intergenerational inequalities, exclusion and discrimination. Okay, so as we rebuild societies for the next year, um, however long it takes, we want to make sure that we are rebuilding our communities for everyone. And um, I personally am working on this, but I am not alone. I'm working more in the education anti-racism field, and that's only one specific area. There are so many others that need to be done. You know, there's, there's housing issues, there's um, just economic issues in general, there are, um, you know, um, immigrant issues, there are so many other issues that we need to always be focused on and as we are looking towards 2021 to help our society in general those are specifics we need to do so they they call it sustainable development goals that need to be reached um and some of them the idea goes to end discrimination of any kind structural discrimination and racism which have been huge topic for 29 uh, 2020 rather um and a lot of it has been looked at through the lens of covid because especially in the u.s uh there has been a look at how um black and brown communities and indigenous communities have been hit hard by covid19 without the benefits of getting you know, money to the the black owned businesses or whatever the case may be and how it's been um, taking lives out of the black and brown community at a disproportionate rate. All right. There's other inequalities um, as well. Rights, you know, economic, social, cultural. We need um, to not just look at it through the prism of the the pandemic. Now we have to look at it as what I was just talking about policing, that's just one way, um, you know, educational, the economic wealth gap that we have, and um, that can also be the, the wealth gap from gender, the gender wealth gap. You know, they, they want to encourage participation and solidarity, something I've been speaking about as well. Those are pretty self-explanatory terms. And they want to promote sustainable development. Um which is, you know, partly the Paris Agreement for uh, the, the world as well. But that's not the only sustainable development. It's for human rights as well. Okay? So that's enough of that. But uh, so think about all of that on this Human Rights Day. Okay? And how we need to help one another. All right. I'll be back in just a moment. And we're going to switch to some positive news. My first positive news story comes from a community rallying around a bar that uh, was asking for help. So what happened is a Toronto bar, known as the Swan Dive, it's been there for a while, it seems to have a, quite the following. Well, they were um, in need of help, if you will. So COVID has taken its um, toll on bars and restaurants, as we know. 
and they've been um, trying to do curbside pickup and delivery, but it hasn't been getting enough. So, you know, they have uh, the owner, rather, Abra Shiner, she put out um, a message to uh, Facebook and was basically saying she needed help to keep the bar be uh, you know open and were about to not be able to pay rent and you know she did not want to have to do this but she did it and it gathered more than 20,000 views and people started showing up in droves it says so they started selling the cases of beer out of the you know out of the back and people just kept buying it she said people were coming that we hadn't seen in a long time people come from out of town and um they um they were able to sell enough so that they can um remain fully closed from now and till march and reopen during the spring when hopefully the pandemic's under you know more control and also they can have some outside seating i'm guessing doesn't say that but i'm guessing um they're also have a federal rent subsidy that's helping but you know she was afraid she was going to go out of business and then just by making that post you know the the community rallied around her and the bar and helped save it so thank she's appreciative to all of them so she she made sure that she thanked everybody on on the post for coming out to to help save her place my second story comes from minnesota and uh it's about a a man who is a janitor at a school and i'm sorry custodian i guess a master of the custodial arts if you are a fan of a movie starring dave chappelle if you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about so he's a custodian and he was in need of a kidney transplant so he's on dialysis you know they say that it could take between three to uh, 10 years to get this and the doctor said he only had five years left to live basically and they didn't know what they were going to do the school that he works for you know he knew that uh they knew and one lady set up a gofundme for him to help for dialysis and things of that nature and um there was a the, the teacher a third grade teacher who he you know, kind of became close to and talking with because her father always said, you know, the some those are some of the most important people to make sure you are 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 friends with or are thankful for. Um the people who do that kind of work because they really help to hold the school together. So she also, you know, they talked and she realized, oh, that, you know, that her child goes to the daycare that his wife uh worked or, or owned. Um so they just developed a relationship and it turns out that he could not get his kidney because he has type uh, O blood, which is the hardest to match. And his his child put a post about it um, and she, the very same third grade teacher, she found the post and was like, oh, you know what? That's it. I'm going to help. She had tried to be a surrogate, but you know, or had a uh, desire to be a surrogate for somebody else. And then she found this one that was like right in front of her in this time. And she completed the test and it turns out they were a match. So she surprised him 
and um, she was his donor. They were in the hospital together at the same time, and they were, you know, so happy. And he, you know, he said that when she showed up at his house to say that she would be able to be his donor, he just lost it, you know, started crying and was so overwhelmed with uh, with her um, that it was... Yeah, well, obviously overwhelming, I guess, to use the same world twice. So he, they proceeded to have this, and everybody's doing well now. They've recovered together. They both were able to go back to school at the start of the school year. And, you know, they, they've become even closer now because of this. And, you know, talking, conversations, you know, Thanksgiving calls and things of this nature. But, um, you know, they, the family who received the kidney... They don't know if they'll ever be able to have words to express the gratitude. And uh, the man's wife just says, she's our miracle angel. She's our miracle, our angel. We'll forever be grateful to her. So there we go. There we go. All right, so it's time to switch over to our positive news. Or no, our positive step of the day. There it is. I knew I would get it right at some point. Our positive step today. Okay, so as we go into the weekend and we think about, you know, how we've tried to um, help change ourselves, how we tried to do perseverance, and uh, we're building up to things greater. So the end of the year is coming. So I want you to, to continue what you're doing work-wise on yourself, on your community. All right. But now what I really want you to think about is... What is your end game? What is it you really want to change? Okay? And as we think about Human uh, human Rights Day, what is it that you can really bring change to? Alright? And this is outside of yourself now. I want you to think about how you can help other people, how you can bring a, a positive end to this year of 2020 that has been filled with turmoil. And you know what? I'm not going to say just for somebody else. Sometimes you need this for yourself. So if that's where you are, then that's where you are and that's okay. How can you help yourself? How can you help your community? So I really want you to figure out what your end-all be-all, if you will, for the end of this year is. Where do you want to be by year's end? Do you want to have your plan fully developed? Do you want to have made the change? Do you want to be ready to, as soon as New Year hits, make that change or, you know, affect that change in your community or in your own life. Like we've been building up to it all year now, like how we can do this, how we can help our communities. Now is the time we're going to start really, really either implementing or nailing down what our official goal is, what our official first step is going to be. And how we are going to change our lives and the lives around us for the better. Alright? I want you to do that this weekend. You don't have to necessarily make the moves. But really find out what your bottom line is. Okay? What are you changing? How are you changing it? Make those steps. Make that definitive decision. My quote today comes from Michelle Obama. All right, Michelle Obama, attorney, former first lady. Her quote goes like this. Let's be very clear. Strong men, men who are truly role models, 
don't need to put down women to make themselves feel powerful. People who are truly strong lift others up. People who are truly powerful bring others together. Alright, one more time. Let's be very clear. clear. Strong men, men who are truly role models, don't need to put down women to make themselves feel powerful. People who are truly strong lift others up. People who are truly powerful bring others together. And as you look at what your bottom line goal is, how can you lift others up? How can you bring others together to show that you are a true leader, to show that you have true power in that sense, that you are willing to put in this powerful work to lead others, to help others reach their goals, your goals collectively. You got it. Thank you very much, everybody, for making it through this episode of The Daily Optimist. I appreciate each and every one of you for listening. Enjoy your weekend. But before you get there, follow me on Facebook at The Daily Optimist Podcast. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Daily Optpod, at The Daily O-P-T-P-O-D. You can email me. I am the Daily Optimist at Yahoo.com. The Daily Optimist at Yahoo.com. I appreciate each and every one of you, but I would also appreciate a rate, subscribe, and a share. Rate so that other people can find it, subscribe so you never miss it, and share so that you can bring a little positivity and optimism to somebody else's day. Thank you very much, everybody. Set your goals. Start accomplishing them. You got it. The weekend is yours. Until next time, everybody, please be well.